Hey everybody, welcome to Godbold Unlimited. I am your host, Lee Godbold. Appreciate you joining us. Throughout this episode, we're gonna cover uh, things that I've learned in the past that hopefully uh, mistakes I've made and things that we've done right hopefully will benefit you as you try and start and grow your business. Also, the things we'll cover is related to challenges in our businesses. And the reason we wanna cover those is there's a great chance that something we're going through now you're gonna be going through or you're gonna be going through soon. So for those of you that don't know who I am, this being episode number five, I'm sure there's still very many people that are in that position. Again, I'm Lee Godbold. I'm the owner of three little businesses based out of North Carolina. Uh, the first one was Junk Doctors, Junk Removal and Hauling. The second is Junk Removal Authority. And the third one is Specialty Truck Bodies. All of them relate to the junk removal industry. One of them hauls junk, one of them consults and helps people build junk removal businesses and offers marketing services, and the other one builds junk removal trucks for them to carry out their services. Um, I enjoy flying, I'm a pilot. It's been a hobby of mine since I was a kid. My dad was a pilot, I learned from him, and uh, it's something that I, that I thoroughly enjoy doing. I'm married, got an Australian Shepherd, and uh, just really, uh, really striving to improve all the time and just kind of enjoying the process along the way. This coming Friday, uh, we'll be heading out, my wife and I, to go to St. Thomas on a week-long vacation. And the reason I want to talk about that is because there's rarely another uh, opportunity out there to test your how effective and how good your business is than you going on a vacation. If uh, leading up to that vacation, if you're constantly, if you've got a million things you gotta get done, and if you're worried about how it's gonna go while you're, while you're gone, then what that means is you don't have the people and the systems in place for your business to run smoothly. For, been, you know, been in business 10 years now, for probably the first five years, four or five years, let's say five years, that was me. I remember got married in July of 2015, and uh, it was July 11th, 2015. On July 12th, we were going to take a Cessna 170. It's a 1946-year model airplane, pretty slow, four-seater. We were going to fly it down to uh, the Key West, and we we're going to stay in Key West for, I think it was five days, and we we're going to go over to the Bahamas for an additional five days. The day after the wedding, instead of being able to leave first thing in the morning, and, and keep in mind, this is a pretty slow plane, so to get to Key West would be a, probably about... Um, and that plane was probably, I got a faster one now, so I have to think back, it was probably eight hours of flying with two fuel stops. So it was a very long time to, to get to Key West. And instead of being able to leave first thing in the morning, I had a lot of work-related stuff to do. So I went into the office, I had to get uh, payroll done, I had some truck maintenance that had to get completed so the guys, the trucks are ready for that upcoming week. We had some supplies that were still a bit short, I needed to uh, I needed to make sure we're there for that upcoming week, and I needed to make sure that the employee schedule was done and done correctly. So instead of leaving first thing in the morning and beating those Florida showers down to Key West, we left at about 2.30 in the afternoon. At the time, I was not an instrument-rated pilot. I had uh, done several cross-country flights, cross-country, not meaning going across the country, but it's just basically an extended flight going to different areas. And... Um, Again, we're in a fairly slow airplane. It's not one that you can really climb over, climb over clouds or anything like that. So you're a little vulnerable to, 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 to weather. Oftentimes, what you wind up having to do is if, when storms come up, you have to land and you have to wait out the storm. And sometimes that means spending the night in a hotel in a place you didn't expect. So we take off, and I think we took off at maybe 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't remember. It was 3 or 3.30. And 
start heading down to Florida, and we've got a pretty bad headwind, so it's taking us even longer. And uh, we made okay time to, to, to our first fuel stop, which is Amelia Island. And from Amelia Island, we took off and we went down to the Florida Everglades Airport, which is on the um, west coast of Florida. And we landed down there. It's still probably about another hour and a half to Key West. And we fueled up and took off right about dusk. And as we're heading on, headed towards uh, Key West, uh, it, you know, it's getting, it gets, gets dark and all of a sudden I get in some clouds because when it's dark out, dark out, you can't really see clouds. And again, I wasn't instrument rated. I knew enough how to fly instruments that I wasn't incredibly worried until we get flying along and, and, I, and I go down. So we go down and get lower and lower and we kind of stay underneath of them. But the problem is you can't really see what's on the ground either. So when you're flying in the Florida Everglades, there are no lights anywhere. There's also a crap ton of alligators if you go down. So you might survive a crash only to get eaten by an alligator. Neither were, very, were, were things that I particularly wanted to be doing on what was supposed to be my honeymoon. So we're flying along and all of a sudden, to the left, lightning starts popping. And we're going 90 miles an hour and you know it's an old airplane. The lights are dim on the panel and there's lightning flashing and we get in clouds and when lightning flashes in clouds, it might be 50 miles away, but you think it's right on top of you because everything around you is just lit up. It's kind of like a fog machine. If you're at a, you know, the old school disco stuff, we have a fog machine, the disco lights are kind of um, uh, refracting or whatever you want to call it around. It's the same sort of deal. So I remember thinking, we're flying through here. I don't want to go lower. I don't want to go higher. We've gotten halfway through this trip uh, between the Everglades and Key West. And what I'm thinking is, all right, you know, the weather better be clear in Key West so we can land. Otherwise, I'm going to have to turn around and come back to somewhere else. I'm not even sure if the weather's great there. And fuel's going to be a bit of a question also. Um, so we're flying along in these clouds. That's running through my head. And all of a sudden, I was like, I gotta get, gotta get, I've got to get out of these things. And... I pull back on the on the yoke and I'm, we're just gonna climb. I remember telling my wife, I told her, I said, just look up, look for stars. If you see stars, that's good. That means we've at least gotten out of this mess and then we can check weather and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that's the only time that, and I've been flying all my life. That's the only time that I've ever, you know, thought, dude, I might kill myself here. I might've just gotten married, great day, one of the be probably best day of my life. Next day, kill myself and my wife. So what happens is we get above those clouds and we see the, see the stars and everything and, the, and the, those are the best looking stars you've ever laid eyes on before, I promise you that. And uh, by that time I get high enough where I'm able to check the weather and I find out that the weather is great at, uh, we're going to the Marathon, not Key West. So the weather was excellent in Marathon. So I, I continue on. And as we're getting to Marathon, I see the, the, all of a sudden the clouds leave. You got the bay you're about to cross over, and the clouds are completely gone. It's the best feeling in the world. But as we're coming around to land, just beyond the other side of the airport, I can kind of start making out that fog is moving in. Touchdown, land, no problem. And then five minutes after we're done, the fog has just engulfed this airport. So we're within five minutes of us being in a situation where I'm going to have to either go to Key West and hope that the fog isn't bad there or have come all the way back farther north to airports where there was that storm and there were clouds and all that sort of stuff. And I'm a non-instrument rated pilot. I can't, the, the plane isn't even equipped to do instrument approaches. And if it, even if it was, I didn't, at that time, I didn't know what I was doing. I'd box myself into a bad situation. What had really happened though is the business 
one, on the flying end of things, I should have landed and never taken back off from the Everglades Airport. If I had, if I was in that plane now in that same situation, we'd have stayed and, and that would have never occurred. But on the non-flying end of things, what started all of this is I had a business that relied on me, the stuff had to get done, and what happened is in this case, it almost, it, it not almost cost me my life, it wasn't, I mean, it could have. You literally, we could have died because of that. Now that's a very exaggerated situation, but your business controlling you can certainly change your life. It can change it for the worse. So what you have to do is you gotta find great people, you gotta give them the ability to sink or swim. You gotta give them enough leash to get, to get out there and be successful or not. You have to show them how to be successful and then you have to allow them to do your job, do their job. Get the systems and processes in place and get a business where when you have a vacation coming up like I do right now, going to St. Thomas, I got a few things, a few projects I'm wrapping up. Nothing's super, super critical or whatever. You know, uh, me not getting one of these things done is not going to cause the business to fail or struggle while the week I'm gone. When I leave for this week, the business is gonna be perfectly fine. I'm perfectly confident in that. It's still gonna come back and still gonna be running smoothly. You gotta get your business to that point. You gotta get the business, your business to the point where you can leave for two months, you come back and you've got a business that's still running great. Appreciate everybody watching. If you can carry out the lessons that are in here, if you can make your business become that, what you're gonna find is you're gonna enjoy your life a lot more, you're gonna have less stress, you're gonna make more money, and uh, you're going to just enjoy life much, much, much better. Appreciate everybody watching. We'll catch you next time.